I don't have corona, I'm just coughing. <laughs> So Christine and I made instant noodles. <laughs> um, wait, so what instant noodle were you supposed to be having? Um, it is a vegan hot and sour noodle Yeah. that I got from Asian Food Center the other day. And I got a um, spicy sesame Japanese ramen instant noodle from um, a company called Menraku. And we decided to go for instant foods to respond to uh, the current coronavirus situation. Um, it's only just the two of us today because everybody else is either taking like a recording break or is doing social distancing because of the coronavirus. So we're the two people who decided to risk our lives. <laughs> To eat here on the front lines yeah, of coronavirus reporting from the front lines well i mean technically seattle is kind of the front line no right seattle now. yeah seattle's the worst like city to be in the u.s right now you don't, don't you don't want to be like here it, it's scarier to be in new york right now because of just the density of the population <laughs> oh that's true but the first u.s case was in seattle and then there wasn't any like testing done like throughout the community. There wasn't social distancing put in place at the time. So now here we are with a ton of cases and more cases being unearthed every day. And we are the two people eating instant noodles <laughs> at the front line. Well, yeah, and I thought the two things, I mean, we had kind of talked about this episode before too. Um, but I mean, I feel like they still went together because so many people are at home right now like so many so many businesses are just like telling you know if they can tell their workers if they're more like white collar then you know please work from home um you know uh events with more than 250 people have been canceled Mm -hmm. like they've been banned by the governor Mm -hmm. and then today the governor shut down schools in like seattle county or seattle county (laughs) in king county and um in shoreline right Mm -hmm. anyway so the governor shut down a bunch of school districts today for like six weeks which is pretty terrible terrible and terrifying um so many students you know need the services that school provide so yeah it's really weird i'm not sure how things are progressing across the country but i have to say like things have moved really quickly the past few days it felt like suddenly like a week ago companies were telling people to um work from home if possible um of course a lot of people who are like maintaining buildings etc um including pauline um (laughs) have to go to work um and that felt like it was just like a good measure whereas in the past few days it was like any any events over 250 people were canceled um a ton of like public institutions have also shut down like just now the seattle art museum put out a notice saying that they're closed um through to the 31st um, and your campus closed last week. Yeah, my campus closed last week, the University of Washington. They also just found out that a graduate student living in the student housing oh, has... Oh, in housing. Yeah, the coronavirus. So oh, that's bad. It's been in the community in a way where it's like, it feels very present and looming. Um, so yeah, it's. It, I, I don't know what like 
tomorrow is gonna bring but I have to say going to stores and everything it hasn't felt super crazy it's just mostly like the toilet paper being you know it's so weird out. yeah I don't like it like no hand sanitizer there's like no masks yeah no masks um I haven't even tried looking for masks because I know that I'm not gonna I have it. five at home <laughs> so that's whatever that means you. technically if we were to use it correctly that fa- those five masks is supposed to last you like two days yeah, like you're every to time. Your mask throughout the day. Yeah, and they're not like N95 masks or yeah, anything. Yeah. They're just like masks I got in Korea, which are just pretty typical there. But they're not like super heavy duty because they're they're not meant for a situation like this. They're yeah. just meant for like daily use or whatever. Right. So I was wearing a mask when I was in Hong Kong. Oh yeah. And it felt really great not having to emote. Oh my god. At the lower half of my face. No, I yeah. Need to emote. I. It was just such a relief. Like I didn't have to put makeup on. Um, I no, feel I, great. I think that's what people do in Korea. They just, like, they don't want to make up, so they just put on a mask. It's, it's so liberating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that we should be using these resources in these critical times, like, to avoid putting makeup on. But, um, it's, yeah, it felt really freeing in a way that I did not expect. So the weird thing is that I've actually, I mean, you obviously lived in Hong Kong for a long time. But uh-huh. for someone who has lived in America their whole life. This is the first, I mean, this is like, you know, the first pandemic in a while, but this is the first like kind of widespread disease Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that has actually like touched North America Mm -hmm. in a way that it has like severely, you know, impacted the economy and like people's day-to-day lives. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I went to Beijing in um, 2009 with like in the throes of swine flu. Actually, I don't, that's, that's not an accurate way to put it. I don't actually know how bad it was then, but you know, it, it definitely provided a lot of difficulty for a trip, mm. um, a lot of inconvenience. Um, I don't think any of us were worried we were going to get quarantined or anything. Um, but, you know, it was fine. I mean, it, like, messed with our plans and stuff, but, you know, everyone was okay. And then... Did you feel like the city was really empty? Well, I don't know, because mm. I... Right, because it was your first was trip. my first time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think in Beijing, the thing that you... Like, even if it was a lot emptier than usual, the, I think the thing that that struck me about Beijing is that you're never alone. Mm. Like, I think you can go to parts in any city in the U.S. and not see somebody mm-hmm. in, on the block. But, like, there's just literally so many people in Beijing, there's, like, always someone nearby. I think mm-hmm. that I think that feeling, that was, like, the thing that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, so many other people. It's just so dense, you know? It's really funny because coming from a city like Hong Kong, which is ultra-dense, mm-hmm. that's how I feel, like, coming... Like, the shock of coming from Hong Kong to Seattle is... Oh my god, where the hell are all the people? Like, <laughs> my mom, when she came to visit me, was like, if I swing my arms around, I don't hit anyone. What is going on? <laughs> like, not that she goes around swinging her arms all the time. But, um, what, and then going to a city like Beijing, every time I'd visit, I'm like, where are all the people? Like, for me, that city is mm-hmm. built at monumental scale. Yeah. So, it always dwarfs everybody. So, even if there were people around, it always felt like they weren't present. Because you're just engulfed by the architecture. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to hear you say that. It's like all relative in terms of how we're perceiving scale and density and all that. I mean, it's a huge city. Mm-hmm. Like all the rings and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so I also went to Korea in 2015 during MERS. Mm-hmm. I mean, my parents and I were like monitoring this, the situation. Like if it gets too bad, then we just won't go. But we decided to go. And that's when I knew the city was empty because mm-hmm. every single tourist place that we went to, like the um, Namsan Tower, it was just like completely empty. And my dad was like, I've, 
I mean, it's a little, I think it's a little scary. I had never been to Korea Mm -hmm. in my life. Like, we had stopped in the Incheon Airport on the way to Beijing in, like, six years previously. But it was the longest I'd ever been in Korea, and I was there for, like, ten days. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I heard that, like, online shopping increased, like, 300%. We took taxis everywhere. We took the subway, like, one time. We wore masks everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But all the tourist places were super empty, and I think, to me, I was like, haha, this is, like, so convenient and funny. Mm -hmm. And then probably, like, to my dad, he's, like, this is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was probably just, like, trying not to have anxiety. And, like, because yeah. his daughter is just, like, la, 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 this is great. Why? Why did, wh- okay, why did I keep traveling to Asia during these, like, <laughs> very, like, I didn't go during bird flu, so at least there's that. <laughs> like, what other, I guess not, we can't call them pandemics because they weren't technically pandemics, but, like, what other widespread diseases have we had to deal with? Mm-hmm. Well, definitely Ebola. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, Ebola didn't touch, like, the U.S. The U.S. in the same way, I think. No. Um, I mean, E. coli outbreaks, also a thing. But, again, it didn't feel like everybody was panicking about it. Okay, wait. Let's talk about that for one second, because no one fucking racializes, like, spinach or, like, lettuce. Even yeah. though the the frequency with which we get E. coli outbreaks mm-hmm. is terrifying. Oh, yeah. But then, like, this happens, and then people, like, don't want to eat t- for Chinese that, they restaurants. Just, they just banned, they stopped importing romaine lettuce, and then they um, stopped selling it. Like, you couldn't get a romaine lettuce salad for a few months or something. So it wasn't, like, pronounced. But, it, again, like you said, it's not racialized, so people just don't talk about it. Everyone just goes back to eating it like it was nothing. Yeah. But, like, even, like, with this, it's, like, people are so distrustful of Asian people or Asian Mm -hmm. food or Asian, like, oh, no. Well, if you're already seen as a diseased body that eats weird food, then it Um, confirms that, right? Like, it it confirms your underlying beliefs about these people, even if it's subconscious, because it's been passed down, like, through history and, like, media. It becomes part of your consciousness, whether you like it or not. And it really sucks. Like, it, it, it's just all coming out into the fore right now. Like the election or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew everyone was racist, but you didn't want everyone to, like, tell you all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar attitude to you in terms of, like, SARS. They started wrapping all the bakery goods, like, in individual plastic Oh, God. And I was like, oh, the shit is real. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it coalesced for you. <laughs> That's why, so when I, when I was in Hong Kong at the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak, I was like, oh, my God, it's like SARS again. And, like... Oh, because they were wrapping everything? Yeah, but, like, people were so much better uh, prepared because of this. And they created little tools, even, to press um, elevator buttons. <laughs> yeah, so there's, like, a door... Like, a button presser. Oh, good. That you don't have to use your finger for. Mm-hmm. I was just using my knuckle, but this is a whole nother level. I use my phone or my elbow. Yeah, but your phone, you're, like, I know, my, constant, I, know I get yeah. that. Elbow is okay. I, I, like, wipe it on my pants. That doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, in our building, we have, like, three banks of elevators, and so we put out a table with a giant thing of Purell wipes and just hope to God that no one would take them. Apparently, in another building on the street that we also manage, they caught, like, three people on camera just taking them and then went to them and were like, look, like, and they were, they all felt really, the, these two women were like, we're so sorry. Do you want us to bring it back? And they're, no, I think they stole, like, giant things with hand sanitizer. Oh my gosh. And they were like, no, we don't want your fucked up, like, German festive, like, we don't know where your hand sanitizer's been. Like, don't give it back. But they're just like, hey, just it. like, don't steal shit. 
I've had Twitter for 12 years. And so for almost half of my actual lifespan, I have immediately taken a thought in my brain and put it on the internet. Like I looked at my old account the other day. I stopped using it a year ago. It has 85,000 tweets in there. Wow. So 85,000 different types. That that's, is, not, that's not even a lot. Some of my friends have like 100. That's an entire novel? You know, all of our tweets get cataloged in the Library of Congress. So you know what? what? I have written a novel. Oh my no, God. nothing on Twitter is private, even if you delete your Twitter account. It's in the fucking Library of Congress. Isn't that like... Yeah, sorry. Data privacy was like dead before we even well, knew what it was. I, mean, I guess I, I, I can't think of any tweets that are possibly <laughs> extremely problematic. I just... Maybe potentially like embarrassing ones, but not like... Oh, <laughs> We're going to read them at your speaking funeral. Speaking Twitter and getting back to the topic of coronavirus. Um, sorry, yes. Uh, I inadvertently went viral like two days ago and it was really terrifying it was when your friend goes viral oh my gosh like okay like i i'm not great at twitter it's just been i feel like the social media landscape has really shifted i feel like facebook is all like for news and hot takes uh, or like really like facebook comment lists uh, no facebook is for moms it's, it's, Facebook is it's not a reliable those, source of news. Like groups, it's I've never trusted Facebook for news. It's it, it, so bad. It feels like Facebook for me, at least my news feed, is just like everybody's op-ed. Oh. At this point. Like, everyone you know yeah. is talking about politics. Everybody's talking about politics. Everybody's got a take on something. Everybody's sharing news uh, sources. And it's actually very valuable for me in that sense, because then I can stay... Uh, on top of, like, what's happening in Hong Kong specifically, because the people that I know, like, still use Facebook. That's good. Um, but Twitter, for me, has always been just really daunting, and even though it's interesting hearing, like, seeing people's opinions or, like, the latest news and, like, discourse happening, I've never been good at being part of it. So I've just always been, like, lurker observer. But the other day, Angry Asian Man posted the picture of those Dutch kids um, in this Belgian school. Um, or, to be more precise, it's a Dutch school, a Dutch high school in Belgium. And then these high schoolers um, dressed up in these pseudo-Chinese costumes and, like, wore little, like, um, you know, what's, what are those hats called? Like I don't know. Yeah, they're, like, those triangular, you know, like, rice patty farmer, hats. rice patty yeah. hats, right? And, like, one of them was making squinty eyes, of course, and then um, they, one of them um, had, like, gloves and a mask on, and then they had a sign that's like, Corona time, mm-hmm. and, like, the sign also had, like, somebody wearing a face mask, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just obviously a very racist, horrible message, and um, I basically fixed the image by <laughs> changing the sign to say Young Racist instead. Just, you know, like, calling out for what it is. I don't want to have to slander these people. It's not slander when I'm just pointing out exactly what they're doing. <laughs> um, but if you don't want to be misrepresented, then don't go around misrepresenting other people, mm. let's just say. So that image has now gone viral. There's, at this point, um, 10, 10K like re- likes and then 3,000-something retweets, which is really terrifying. And... It also makes me really scared, however, that, like, what if people are using this thing, like, completely out of proportion and, like, just cyberbullying in a really scary way? If anybody out there is listening, please don't be bullying these high school kids. They're dumb, clearly. 
their races clearly and they have but they're probably also minors (laughs) they're absolutely minors it's like um let's think about what we're doing like sending death threats to people we should be calling them out and hopefully like sending them resources or they should find resources and like learn and like grow from this and realize that things that they do have consequences and there's backlash um but not to the extent where they're like literally getting death threats it's not proportional at all um, so don't be a jackass on the internet. And <laughs> this has been a PSA. <laughs> this has been a PSA. Don't be a jackass on the internet. The restaurants have been hit really badly. Um, mm-hmm. And the yeah. ID has been really, really quiet. And people are not eating out very much. But I have to say, like, I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, a lot of this um, Seattle foodies group that I'm part of on oh, Facebook, yeah. um, They've really banded together and they're like, hey, we got to support all of these Chinese restaurants. We got to support all these Asian places. And mm-hmm. um, so, uh, and these people are really people <clears throat> of like different colors, like white people as well. And um, they, a lot of people have been organizing and doing like mutual aid and like restaurant lists and everything. And so people are going out, either going out if they're able to, to support these restaurants, tipping more. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And then like ordering out as well um and doing delivery but of course like postmates and everything don't necessarily pay the restaurants very well um so people are trying to find like other alternative systems to get the food to you know houses and stuff the stuff i've been seeing online has been really awesome um but i do know that there were a few restaurants that have closed down um either indefinitely or permanently or like for the meantime Mm -hmm. so yeah, the restaurant industry has been really badly hit. And I think um, Thomas was in the supermarket earlier today and oh, was yeah. saying that even the instant noodle aisle has been, like, cleared out. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went to the Asian Family Mart the other day, um, a specific section of the instant noodle <laughs> aisle was, like, completely cleared out. I think it was all the, the Nissen, like, ramen. In Cantonese, we call it, like, gong um, mi, which is, like, the... Um, it's got like a little Nissen doll who's holding like a ramen, like, uh... Is it like that blue thing? It's got a little like boy with blonde hair. I don't know why he has blonde hair. I don't <laughs> think about it. Um, and then he's like carrying a little box. Oh. But anyways, uh, I think I that like, was like swept I'm out. very snooty and I only eat like Korean ramen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's Again, just the, the Korean nationalism. <laughs> I, yeah, it's actually frightening. Um, I just like the places that I like. For instance, I love King Noodle. King Noodle. <laughs> Anyway, so we've been going to support King Noodle, uh, which is this, how, how would you describe it? It's like a build-your-own-bowl. Yeah. Chinese yeah. noodles. But they have they have clay pot rice. Yes, which They've I love. They've got congee, which looks really legit, but I've never tried it. And they have yotao. Yeah, yeah. And I love that spot because I am in love with the type of noodle. It's like, it's mm. called, like, l- the literal translation is rice thread. But it's, oh. yeah, it's called rice thread. The one that they call vermicelli. They call it vermicelli on the sign or the selection list, mm-hmm. but it is not. It's not like... <laughs> it's not like it's not Italian. It's oh. made of rice. Wait, what? Wait, what's... Wait, vermicelli is made out of mung bean? Oh, there's one version that's made out of mung bean and one version that's made out of rice. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Learning then, things today. I don't no, know. Good. I might be talking shit about that one. No, no, no I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, I love the rice thread noodle, and it's there's not a lot of places where you can get it from, which is really surprising. And I can't buy it from the supermarket. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, 
it's super weird. Um, so it mm. be- it's become one of like my few spots where I can get it. When you introduced me to it, I was like so thrilled. I introduced you to it. Yeah. When? We went, um, before the Beyonce concert. <gasps> that was your first time. That was my first oh. King Noodle. It was like the King Noodle experience for the. Queen. I think that's when we actually like really became friends too. Yeah. Okay, so that's when we became friends. Yeah. Oh. Every time I saw Pauline's Insta stories, she was almost always at King Noodle. <laughs> So this is, so, okay, today I did go to the King Noodle for the third time. This is, but I. Third time in three in, days. In three days. But I have gone there twice in two days in the past with different groups of friends. Have you ever gone twice in one day? No. <laughs> so I, that is a level to which I aspire. Because, <laughs> like, we were sitting here earlier and we were like, oh, it's just going to be the two of us. And then Christina was like, should we go to King Noodle? And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, we were, we were going to get to that level, but then we stopped short of it. We stopped short of it. I was just like, I can't do it. The funny thing is, like, the the staff there are so mean. Like, they're not They're nice. mean? They're mean. They've never been mean to me. They're mean in the sense that they don't, like, it's not like they're smiling at you or whatever. Oh, I don't want to be smiled at. Exactly. I no, just want to be ignored. I think that's a great thing. And I yeah. feel like that's always a marker of a good restaurant. Because they don't have to be fucking nice to you because they know their food is fucking good. Yeah. Plus, I don't like it. Like, I like when you go to, like, Asia and you go somewhere where they don't tip. Yeah. Because not everyone's not, be, like, on your ass yeah. the whole time. Like, oh, is your food good? Yeah. Like, working for your tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, like, give you your food and go away. Like, in Korea, yeah. they... The utensils are on the table, so are the cups. They bring you a fresh thing of water, and then if you need them, you push a button. Yeah. Which, like, I genuinely wish every restaurant was exactly like this. Yeah, I prefer that. And they're, like, respectful to you. They're not, like, rude, but they're just, like, not, like, they're polite, but they're not, like, you know, like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, I don't want to talk to you about my day. You're some random person I don't know. Well, it's also, like, I can tell that you're expending emotional labor that, like, is... Yeah, that's what upsets me, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then honestly, like, I don't want to, I, I feel like my rotation of things to say to a server are so limited, like, I basically <laughs> just go, yes, no, thank you, and just, I, it's like, thank you repeatedly for an entire meal, and it's awful, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah. I hate it. And then I, I feel really crap afterwards, because I'm like, oh man, I really disappointed my server. Like, they, they were not entertained by my conversation skills. <laughs> and I don't need shame with my food. <laughs> you like, you walk in and you're like, so I didn't know it at the time, but I was actually there to win the approval of my yeah. server. Love me. That's like when you start going to therapy and you're like, oh, my therapist likes me. I'm getting a good grade in therapy. For real. I think about that all <laughs> And then you're the like, time. this is so stupid. I literally pay them to talk to me. No, I literally go into my therapist's office thinking, am I fucked up enough this week <laughs> <laughs> to warrant her time and attention? <laughs> I have to think about my most fucked up moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> I constantly worry about, like, running out of things to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get so nervous, I watch the clock, and I'm like, oh my god, there's 20 No, I'm not allowed to face the clock. She looks at the clock, and then she tells me when it's time to go, and I'm like, good, it's in your hands. I don't, I don't want to worry about it. You should tell her if you don't want to look at the clock. I mean, I, I don't, don't want to look at the clock. It's just, it's there, and I do think about it. I'm like, oh my god, there's 20 more minutes. What else am I going to talk about? No, I can't do that. Also, time does not pass in the same way for me that it seems to pass for other people i i get so nervous about time all the time like i'm late to everything oh i don't well okay maybe you are but i'm usually more late than you (laughs) you're like oh i 
I thought you just got here on time. No, no, but I was walking to everything assuming everyone else got there at the perfect appointed time. And that I'm, like, but everyone's usually just like, oh, I just got here. I'm, I feel like for most things I've been to where you were also supposed to be there, you have gotten there earlier than I have. Do you remember, though, in the early days of SPAC, I would come, like, an hour late. Like, multiple times, yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know why. Well, no, I know why. I have social anxiety. (laughs) But, but like, I, at that point, you're like, you should just not go. I did want to go to that pizza-making party. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We should talk. Thomas and Jenny for hosting that. Yes. Although, okay, for real, though, confession. What? I thought everyone was just going to bring, like, their leftovers from the house and just, like, dump it on. (laughs) What? What happened? People bought, like, nice-ass, like, charcuterie shit, and I was like, I brought (laughs) my open pot of sausage Okay, what is back? But like a place you can be weird about food, though. That's true. Like no, you can't nobody be weird was about mean it. about it. Like everyone was really nice, but they had. They're like, just taken aback. I did. I did. I took it back. No, no, no they were taken aback. Oh, they were taken aback. But um, they they have like really beautiful like. It was almost <laughs> like I think like a butcher bought like chicken sausage. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> oh, okay. Really nice like cuts of Italian meats, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I did not know that's what people like to eat on pizza. Just, like, took shit out of my fridge. Yeah, I... What do I like to eat on pizza? I love every vegetable. Okay, you know what I did the other day? I was on the phone, and I was just, like, loudly lamenting. Like, I was like, there's no food! There's no... And I was just, I was just like, driving around, like, I can't eat anything. I have ten minutes before I have to go to my next thing. And then I went to Mod Pizza and got pizza for the first time... For the fourth time in, like, a week. Hmm. You know what? Pizza's so good. Except when it's from Pizza Hut. Um, do you have a story about this, Christina, that I you may that have today. mentioned earlier? It was awful. It was it was the mozzarella crust pizza, except it, the mozzarella poppers were fine, but the actual base itself... Actually, the fact that they're called poppers makes me really uncomfortable. I, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I have asked you about this before. <laughs> anyway. I don't like it. If you want to talk about it, you can, but, um... I mean, I like jalapeno poppers, theoretically, but... See, now my mind has gone to that place. So. <laughs> um, these mozzarella <laughs> circle cheese back. nubs. <laughs> I made it bad. I made it bad. I'm sorry. How else to describe the shape? I don't know. Anyways. Um, it's like mozzarella stuffed crust. It's not stuffed though. But in, in little garlic knobs. It's knob also bad. <laughs> knob is the British word for pizza. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, wait, wait. I don't. I don't know. Why is everything slang they for sex? Are, uh, <laughs> it's like mozzarella cheese balls, but they're not ball shaped, <laughs> and they're like literally just like pasted on. Well, not pasted, but like stuck onto the crust. So there was like an actual crust, mm-hmm. oh. but the base was just so. Sh- sweet it was like sugary almost it was really gross, gross. yeah so I, I had like one slice and i was like Ugh! my sodium content has been exceeded today oh and then... pizza in korea is really sweet oh yeah they put like corn what? and like 
but like it's like sweet. Everything okay, controversial sweet. opinion. I actually like pineapple on pizza. No, pineapple on pizza is the best. It's so great. Like, yeah, Hawaiian, genuinely so great. Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, Excellent. Canadian bacon and Hawaii- mm. and pineapple. Fuck yes. Excellent. Yeah. Anyway, home testing kits would be great. If um, Donald Trump, the U.S. president, um, the only time in my life I've ever called him that, can personally mail me a home testing kit for Corona. One of our loyal listeners, <coughs> Donald Trump. One of our loyal listeners. <laughs> he just listens to us make fun of agents all day. He's like, yes, I'm home. <laughs> These people are great. I don't know what a lesbian is, but it's fine. Boris Johnson... Oh, you know, we shouldn't be too concerned about the coronavirus. We'll just let it move through the population and we'll be fine. That's disgusting. That's literally what's happening if you don't do anything to prevent it. And they, like, actually have better healthcare than us. Oh, yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Now, a lot of my friends have been saying they feel safer being back in Asia than being in the U.S. at the moment dealing with coronavirus. Well, it's like... Also, because I think, as we were talking earlier about, like, MERS, which, I mean, was obviously, like, mostly contained to the Middle East, but SARS and then swine flu, mm-hmm. H1N1, mm-hmm. Um, like, all of these things happen in a large scale in Asia, and yeah. so, so there's, like, their so systems much, are so much more yeah, robust. there's better uh, preparation for all of but, that. Like, because, like, literally, this is, I think this, this is the first time in our lifetimes that we've had, a, I, in my lifetime, sorry, you're the second time. I'm just that much older than you, Pauline. <laughs> but, um, like, yeah, I mean, I've never had to deal with anything like this. Yeah. yeah, we got jokes. Wait, what did you say earlier? You were a... I'm an influencer. No, no, I'm not. I'm not actually an influencer. I. It's just a term that I heard in Hong Kong that I thought was really funny. Influencer. Yeah. That's so good. Um, fuck, what was it? Anyways, that's today's episode. <laughs> I think I was in the middle of a thought, but we don't know what it is. We'll find out later, and it's I can okay. laugh at myself. This is what happens when it's just the two of us, the most talkative people. <laughs> on yeah, the what did Thomas say? He was like, try to record at least 30 minutes or something. No, he said, well, didn't he say record under 30 minutes or something like that? Oh, I don't think I heard him correctly. <laughs> he was so terrified of the idea that we would record like an oh. hour. Oh. 